We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You hear him often on WEEI, Adam Schefter. It's the first time we have had a chance to talk to Adam here on Gresham Keefe. And Adam, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on such a, an important day here in the city of Boston. Hello, Andy and Rich. How are you guys doing? Good. We're, we're very good, Adam. And let's start with the news of the day down in Foxborough, and that is... Sony Michelle to the Los Angeles Rams. I'm curious for your thoughts, Adam, from the Patriots' perspective, the moving on from Sony Michelle, and what Michelle could bring to a Rams team who's really suffered some big injuries at running back here in the preseason. Well, first of all, I think when the Rams lost Cam Akers, they wanted to go to camp and just see what they had. And they liked what they had. They liked Daryl Henderson. They liked Xavier Jones. They liked Jake Funk, a Christian McCaffrey-like running back. Uh, obviously, maybe not as talented. But they liked what they had. Monday night, Daryl Henderson, or Monday afternoon, goes out to practice, hurts his thumb. And I think that kind of scared the Rams a little bit and put them in a position where they began thinking about running backs. And I think at that point in time, People around the league knew that the Patriots had a surplus of running backs because they really like Damian Harris. Um, they like Ramondre Stevenson, their fourth-round running back. They ha- have James White. They have Taylor. They have backs. And so I think teams were calling about Sonny Michelle, and, and, and the Patriots initially resisted overtures from other teams. And then somewhere around yesterday, I don't know what changed, but maybe we're getting close to the final roster decisions and – New England began crunching numbers and saw that, look, Sonny Michelle's entering the last year of his contract, doesn't have a future in New England, get two picks back from create a roster spot, and you move on from him. The Rams saw somebody that could step in and, and kind of be a starting running back if that's what they need, somebody who came on last year and played very well in the second half of the season. And so they traded a fifth and sixth round pick to the Patriots. Patriots move on from a position that they have a lot of depth at. The Rams add depth, which they needed. Uh, Patriots create other opportunities for other running backs, and I think everybody makes out ahead on the deal. Adam, a lot of teams are announcing their starting quarterbacks for week one. Trevor Lawrence, really no surprise, but it's official. He'll be the quarterback for Jacksonville, Teddy Bridgewater in Denver. What do you think the chances are that Mac Jones, after another really great practice for the Patriots today, will be their week one starter. Well, here's what I would say on Mac Jones and Trey Lance and Justin Fields. I I think it's a similar storyline in all cities, right? Their time is coming. It's coming probably sooner rather than later. Is that going to be week one, two, three? When? 
Don't know. Maybe the decision's not made yet in all the places. The Bears have said that Dalton will start week one. So it certainly seems like Justin Fields is out of the mix as a potential starter for week one. But we have not heard a final decision in New England or San Francisco. And I think that when Cam is out of the building for five days this week, it just gives Mac the chance to go out there and continue to impress them, which he has all summer. So is that enough to dislodge Cam? I, I don't know the answer to that yet. I just know he's in the conversation. It's a question you're asking. It's a question they're probably asking. It's a question that everybody's asking, right? And the only thing I can tell you is we know that his time is coming. We just don't know exactly when that's going to be. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter here with Gresh and Keith on the WEINS and Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon. Adam, I know that a part of the reason that uh, that Cam Newton is out is because of a misunderstanding of the protocol, and then there's the vaccinated versus unvaccinated with Cam. Yeah, are, are, are teams, Adam, to the best of your knowledge, having issues grasping the rules and the protocols for COVID, considering we're now into year two of this for teams? Because that piece of the cam story made people say, hmm, around here. No, I, I don't believe that that's the case. I don't think teams are having a hard time grasping the rules. Uh, the rules are the rules. I think the bigger issue is that many players – all coaches are vaccinated, and some aren't. And so there's a lot of conversation about how to handle that, and there are issues. Right now, look, it's, it's a lot like society itself. There are people who just don't believe in the vaccine and don't want to get it. There are people who do want to get it and have gotten it. And so a football locker room is not all that different. Although the numbers of vaccinations, the vaccination rate is probably going to be much higher in a football locker room than it is in society. But when you have that many guys or a handful of guys in a a football team that aren't vaccinated and don't want to get vaccinated, there are going to be issues that come up. There just are. And we start with the fact that when you are unvaccinated, under NFL rules, you have to be tested every day. So if there's a missed test or confusion about a test or a misunderstanding about a test, whatever you want to say about that, there's an issue. And it costs people. And just the other day, somebody sent me a text, uh, somebody basically within the league, and I can read it word for word for you, but it just said, these positive cases popping up are going to bite teams in the butt once the season starts. We will have another Denver with no quarterback situation. And I don't know that it'll be that an entire quarterback room is wiped out, but you get the gist. Maybe there'll be a team that loses its offensive line. Maybe it'll be a team that loses its running backs. Maybe it'll be this or that. As long as there are unvaccinated guys, other people are put at risk, as is that team's weekly performance. Well, and sort of off of that, how frustrated do you think coaches are around the league? I mean, especially when you look at marquee players at marquee positions, whether it's Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, I think Lamar Jackson, these guys aren't vaccinated, and the likelihood of them missing time is just so much greater than guys who are vaccinated. Well, I, I, you know, again, everybody's got a different position on the vaccine. Um, it, to me, it, 
Uh, it's hard for me to speak like that. Cause well, every- no, Adam, I know what you're saying, and we've, we've talked to a lot of callers over the last couple of weeks, and it's almost real-world vaccine versus no vaccine. It's sort of a different story than in the NFL and what the rules are for NFL players. And Cam Newton miss, is missing these practices because he's unvaccinated. And I would just imagine that these coaches who are all looking for any slight advantage they can get over their opponent have got to be losing their minds if their star players are deciding that they don't want to do it. Well, again, and teams have made a push, but I think as some people have said, you know, maybe you need to push the wives and girlfriends and families because maybe they are resisting. I don't know, how, you know, if you guys are married, but we tend to listen to our wives usually. <laughs> what <they Yes>. want. <laughs> and so, correct. I mean, maybe they need to be educating the wives and convincing them of the merits of the vaccine to get them on board, to convince their husbands or boyfriends or whatever it may be um, to go get the vaccine. Again, yeah, it, it, it does seem like basic common sense. If you are unvaccinated, you are bringing greater risk to your team that season. I think everybody could agree to that, right? You may agree or disagree with the vaccine, but if you are unvaccinated, your cha- your team's, chances of succeeding take something of a hit, right? There's no question about it. Adam Schefter with us. Adam, uh, when when you talk to people within the league, is is, is some of the frustration the same in that you're plugged in with owners? Is their reaction the same as head coaches that you talk to, as some guys in the league that you talk to who may have guys in their locker room that, that aren't vaccinated? Is the NFL level of worry the same as maybe some in ownership and coaching? You know, is the worry across the board pretty much the same? Or are there even varying degrees of worry based on the position that you're in within the league? Well, I, I think, look, last year, the league got through the entire season without anybody, without any teams missing any games. Like, the schedule went on as planned. And a year ago, we never would have thought that that would have been possible. So that, that to me, is pretty impressive. So with that as a backdrop, um, it's, you know, it's hard to think that there are going to be as many or more issues this year, but it, it, it's a different time in society. We got, we got the variant now, and who knows what else will come along. Um, it, it certainly seems like the league is better positioned a year later, but the issues that you hoped would go away had not gone away, and here they are. Adam, any update at all on Stefan Gilmore's situation? Well, until we see him out there, I, like again, I think he wants that contract, right? And and we've seen this play out time and time again. Um, so the Patriots have a couple of weeks to handle that uh, before the season, and if they don't, then then again, we'll see what comes of that. But um, yeah, it's just one of those looming issues that's out there that doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon. Adam, last thing from us on this end. Are you hearing rumblings, or do you think there is a chance that we could end up having a big-name player potentially released here within the next two weeks? Do you think when it comes to roster movement, maybe even a big trade or something like that, I know the Sony Michelle one happened today, do you think we could end up having like a Schefter bomb within the next two weeks relative to personnel or someone getting cut or traded? 
Well, I personally prefer the name Adam Bomb compared to Schefter Bomb. I like that very much. <laughs> well done. Um, it, you know, look, there, there are going to be more trades. Um, there will be because I know there are teams having discussions. I, I don't know that they qualify on that level as big. Like, you know, is Sony Michelle a big trade? It's a notable trade, right? And I think there'll be other notable trades that are coming uh, because it, it's just what happens. And we've seen a proliferation of deals at the roster cut deadline more and more in recent years. And there will be more. I'm telling you right now, there will be more trades that will happen. I don't know what your definition of a bomb is, you know, whether that qualifies, but I can tell you that there are going to be more trades in the next uh, week or so. ESPN's Adam Schefter, thank you for the time and joining us on such a a big day here in our city. Thank you, Adam. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.